Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Sweet sounds. Also, let's appreciate Jesus for putting all of us together. Wow. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million that on this day of love we get the opportunity to read from your word and to share a few truths on this great subject, which is love. Your word declares that now abideth faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Let your love, which is the greatest love, permeate our hearts and our souls in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us in this very short time that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, you may be seated. Wow, that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. What, what was your favorite song? No, 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 you can't say all of them. You see, somebody, the, the people who are hosting the show said this is the last ministration. But by the grace of God, I have power to bring back another ministration. So, as you are voting well, okay, I have, at least I have a little, but it's not a lot. I mean, it can't turn on the electricity. It's not like ESCOM, but it can bring back administration. You see, so as you are voting, vote well, okay? What was the first song? I'll be calling. That was also nice. How many of you want I'll be calling you again? Okay, what was the second song? My journey. How many of you want my journey again? Okay, no problem. Um, what's the name of? I'll be calling you, it's still raining. What was the third song? I really, really. That was one of the best, eh? I really, really. How many of you want I really, really like you? No, if you don't remember, it's the one with the white girl who are there. Yeah, that's... Maybe you didn't take note of the songs, but you can remember the people. Okay. Um, then there was what? Together Forever. Okay, that's also a popular one. Together Forever. Then which other one? And... This is the day. This is the day. This is the day for married. Oh, okay. Then which one? There's no one I love like you, Jesus. So, which one? You are confusing me. Okay, then there was love is patient. That was the last one. Yeah. That was nicely done. And it's the, it's the theme for today's celebration. Every concert we have has a theme song. So if you remember last year, we had Together Forever. Now we've had Love is Patient. Another one is coming. This year, I'm believing God that we'll have 
at least four concerts. Okay. So I'm counting, you know when we vote, they go and count the results, then they vote, tally everything. And so as I'm preaching, I'm counting the votes. And then by the time I finish, we will have the winner. And then the song that wins will be done again. Amen. Hallelujah. But what a blessing it is to have a special day to celebrate love. Amen. I know, look, I know that Valentine's Day originally, Saint Valentine was not a saint. I know all the things that are being said, but love is of God. First John 4, I think verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love. For love is of God. And he that loveth is born of God and knows God. Okay, so he says, brethren, friends. You see, like, I don't know who said that. Was it Augustus? No, or Brutus? Or it says, friends, countrymen, and Romans. I came to Octavia. I came to bury Caesar and not to praise him. So they said, what they were saying was, Bazaloan, Bafetu. Everybody, comrades, let us, fellow South Africans, let us love one another because love comes from God. Okay, this is the King James. So let me explain it in ANC English for you to understand. Love comes from God. And everyone that loves was born of God or is born of God and knows God. So God's language is love. God is, the Bible even tells us God himself is love. So, love must be celebrated every single day. Amen. So, today as we celebrate, you know, today is specially put aside for celebrating love of couples. Do you get like one couple said, one, one couple said, we are a couples. I mean, she was trying to say, me and my husband. So she, she was making a plural. They said, we are a couples. Uh-huh. So especially put aside for people who have been coupled together, okay, both legally and otherwise, but it's to celebrate love. Do you get it? So love in itself, for all of us, there's somebody we love. Whether in this way or that way. What do I mean this way or that way? The coupled, like husband, wife, um, relationship type of love. Then normal love. Today is also a good day. If you are celebrating love, why don't we celebrate it completely? Right? That's why as a church, we are making time for it. Okay? Now, I don't intend to speak for a long time. Because today is Valentine's Day. I must also take my wife home to Valentine, if you know what I mean. So... Just give me your attention for a moment. Get off your phone. There's nothing happening on your phone. You may be surprised. Next time you check on your phone, it may be a breakup. So, get off your phone. Okay, so advise your neighbor, get off your phone, and let's have just a short discussion. Amen. I just wanted to share something, a few scriptures with us as we talk about love. And also concerning our main song that we just sang, Love is Patient. Okay? Now, the Bible, Paul encourages us in Ephesians 5, verse 2, that we should walk in love. Verse 1, it says, 
Let us follow the example. Be imitators of God, little children. Let's follow Jesus' example. Then verse 2 says, walk in love the same way Jesus walked in love. Amen. And he walked in love by giving himself as a sacrifice for you and I. What I see from here is that when you say you are in love, when you have that feeling of love, when you have whatever you call love, when you, if it is love, it will provoke a certain action. Okay. I don't know if we are together because walking is an action. It's not a feeling. No, I don't know the last time you started walking, whether it was a feeling or you had to act. Do you see? Walking is an action. So I feel that when we say we are in love or when we feel love, the love is supposed to provoke a particular action. We looked at Jesus. Let's say, for example, God. Bible says, for God so loved the world. God was in love with the world. You know, one Valentine's Day, God woke up and said, I'm in love. So the angels asked God, who are you in love with? He said, I'm in love with the world. The world that I created, I'm in love with it. But when he said, I'm in love with the world, he didn't stop there. It provoked an action from him. It brought out something from him. He said, for God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. So one of the actions that it provoked out of God or the love provoked out of God was kindness. Kindness. God decided to be kind to the world because he was in love with the world. And he showed his kindness by giving. One of the main signs of kindness is giving. Nobody can say they are kind to you when they don't give to you. Whether it's their time, their attention, their money, their gift, their whatever, but they must give. Like this, this church, I know how much this church loves me by what they give to me. They can tell stories, they can have explanations, you know, the weather, SCOM, the sonar, the budget. I, it's just direct. Amen. Amen. So you also, that's why I say, ladies, if you say you are in a relationship with a guy, he loves you, he doesn't give to you. I said, he doesn't give to you. Something is wrong. He doesn't give to you. Something is, ladies, can I get an amen? Now, gentlemen, if you are in a relationship with a lady and she doesn't give to you, something is terribly and horribly wrong. Ladies, can I still get an amen? Because there's a, there's, a, there's a notion going around that it's only the daughter must give to the lady in daughter. To the Bafas. Bafas is what? The ladies. Yes. It's, it's, I'm surprised. Because my mother didn't tell me that. I, I found out later in life that there's a general belief that when there's a relationship, it's the man who must always give. Because a man is supposed to be a provider. But if you are also in love, unless ladies don't love. But if you are also in love, you will give. And there's no lady who can say, I don't know how to give. Look at the way you give to your children. It's inside of you. You know how to give. It's just not directed to 
So, brother man, if you're also in a really, we also like gifts. No, I also like gifts a lot. I give out a lot of gifts, but I also like gifts. When somebody, sometimes people even give me things I already have. But the fact that somebody was giving it to me, it excites me. So God, being in love, it provoked an action of giving. So now let's come home because as for God, he has already given his only begotten son for our salvation. Now how does he apply to you and I? All of us that are here, we say we love. You love your mother, you love your dad, you love your siblings, you love a lady, you love a guy, you love your pastor, you love this, you love that, you love, you love your president, you love your boss, you love... Oh, there are so many people we say we love. Do you get it? Now once we love, it must tear up an action. I say it must do what? It must provoke an action from you. You must act. That's why I say walk in love. No, don't just sleep in love. There's nowhere in the Bible, the Bible says fall in love. Even if we are falling in love, even if we are falling in love, it's an action. To fall is an act. It requires energy. I don't know. No matter how many airbags you have, if you fall, you will feel it. to feel it. Do you see? So there must be an action. So from today, let's put our love into action. If you say you love. Now what are the actions it must provoke? I share this with you and I close. First Corinthians chapter 13. Paul says, I'm reading from verse 1, but because of time, because we have to go in Valentine soon and take the song election. So it says, let me just summarize verse 1 through to verse 4 for you. Verse 1 through to verse 4 says that anything we do, if we don't do it with love, is useless. You can even do the greatest things. It's useless. If you do the greatest things, sacrifice, even give your body to be bent, and there's no love, it's God doesn't recognize it. It's, it's a useless sacrifice you have just made. But it says love must be what is stirring you up and motivating. So let me show you the actions that it must provoke. It says love is patient. So the first thing it must provoke is patient. Give us, you see, if you give us um, this English, it will be like I'm coming out with my own word. So just bring it to Jacob Zuma level. level. Um, <laughs> all be happy. Okay, so uh, how many of you agree? Bring it to MK level. MK level. Okay. Where it is there, you are at DA level. It's too high. It's a, love is patient. What is patience? Just to wait for things to happen. So your love for me must make you patient with me. Look at the closest lover to you and check that. Can you hear what the pastor is saying? Just, look, men, men, don't look because it could cause problems for you tonight. But just say it in your head. They can hear you. It must provoke patience. Patience. Ability to wait. Patience is the ability to wait quietly without complaining. Some of you wait, but you complain. You see, the thing, it will happen when it happens. You can't do anything about it. But some of you wait, but you wait with a face. 
I mean, a lady you are waiting, all your makeup has come off. By all means, something has made the makeup come off. You have sweated the makeup away. <laughs> he said he will come at seven o'clock. Hmm. One past seven, you have already started sweating on one side. One side. <laughs> By nine past seven, you have sweated everything away. Quarter past seven, you have taken off your wig. Yeah, and you are a little scary without the wig. So, yeah, yeah. So, it makes it very difficult when he comes to meet you without the wig and the makeup. Should, should we go forward? How many of us will be patient now with one another? Your friend, your mother, you will be patient. Because love must stay up patience. If you don't feel patience towards the pe- because look, I shared with you last year during Christmas, many of you were not around. This whole series, I'm just summarizing walk in love or walking in love. And I said that when somebody says he's walking in, when you say you are in love, the person who benefits from the love, the beneficiary of the love is the beloved. Not the one feeling the love. I say it again in Zulu. I'm saying that when you say you are in love, the person who benefits from the love is the beloved, the, the thing that is love, the person that is love. That's the person who benefits from your love, not you. For God so loved the world, he gave. He didn't take the world. He gave to the world. So who benefited from the love? The world. But you, your love, you want to be the beneficiary of the love. That is not love. That's selfishness. That's not love. I mean, I, 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 I learned of a tribe, one of our nine tribes. Do we have nine tribes? Eleven. Oh, they made two more. Okay. Eleven <laughs> tribes in the country. Eleven, one of the groups. The men marry for financial reasons. Yeah, they marry to... When they see you are doing well. Even today, I saw a girl, at an, a girl and a guy at an ATM. Two colored people. Yeah. And the girl was the one doing the pressing. And the way the boy was standing by the thing, releasing the words, I knew it was going to cost the girl something. Yeah. So it's like, when you say you are in love, you benefit from your being in love. But that's not love. That's selfishness. When you say you are in love, the thing you are in love with, the person you are in love, is the number one beneficiary of the love. And the first thing they benefit is your kindness. If you are sitting by your husband, just nudge him and say, kindness, Baba. Some kindness. Show a little kindness, Baba. Yeah. Show kindness. Tomorrow morning, put fuel in a car. Let's see how it's going. Number two, it says, love is patient, love is kind. Kindness is primarily demonstrated by giving. I can't explain it beyond that. Just by giving. Giving your time, giving your attention, 
giving your resources, giving yourself, just giving. There's no other way. How are you going to demonstrate kindness? By spelling it, by writing it? No, by giving. You give. You give. You write. I am very, very, I want to be very kind to you. Right? It's of no benefit. Give. When you give, show your love by giving. When you give, we all know it's kindness. Next one. La, la, love is not what? Jealous. Let me see if I can see. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. It's not proud. So when you say you are in love, it begins to curb our natural tendency. Jealousy, boastfulness, and pride. Because all Bible says all men seek their own. That's our natural state. So if love doesn't come in, it means when you are there, when something good happens to somebody, immediately it will stir a negative feeling in you. That's jealousy. Once somebody passes the exam and you don't pass, even last Sunday I was telling my church that if I give you a hundred rands now, you will be happy until you see me giving your neighbor two hundred rands. I say it again. If I give you a hundred rands now, you'll be so happy. You think I can buy McDonald's, I can buy KFC. Till you see me giving your neighbor two hundred rands, then immediately you realize that ah, why didn't he give me the two hundred and he gave my neighbor? So naturally, that's how we are. But when love comes in, immediately you look at your neighbor and say, oh, I thank God he also got something. That's love. I'm so grateful that he also got something. Without love, immediately to you, ah, it's because the other day when he called me, I didn't come early. Oh, it's be, you start to come, oh, no, he's wicked, he doesn't like me. If I don't like you, why would I give you a hundred runs which you have not worked for, you have not labored for, which you didn't have before until I gave you? But you saw your neighbor get. So then jealousy starts. May all your jealousy go down. Because of love. Even, je- even people are jealous of their partners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh. Same way you are jealous of your friend. A friend is like a partner. The same way you see your friend do well in something. And, say, and why did they let her sing that song? Why? So why the bishop said that? Is the love is, what's the song that I said was nice? I really, really like you. Why didn't you say me? My song was nice. Oh, this all Yeah. But when you are young, you don't recognize. Sometimes in marriage, you see the man is jealous of the woman's success. Sometimes it's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other. And yeah, I find it very funny because me, the more you are successful, the more I'm blessed. Your success means more money in my pocket. Look, be successful for the two of us. One day I was in a meeting with a husband and a wife. This guy was a pastor. His wife was the lady pastor. And the wife was basically not helping. I mean, it was a problem. 
So as the senior pastor was talking, talk, 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 then he said, at the point there was no solution. So he said to the lady, look, you are Mrs. Golden Sticks. If Mr. Golden Sticks is nothing, you become nothing. Because you are still Mrs. Golden Sticks. But if Mr. Golden Sticks becomes something, then you become the wife of a powerful person. So view it that way. She still couldn't understand. I remember Kruger National Park. She still couldn't understand. Till the guy's mission was aborted. Yeah. Till the guy's mission was out. His church was everything came to an end. Don't operate with jealousy. Then he says, it's no boastful. I did this for you. I did that for you. Don't I bought this for you. I bought that for you. I got you this. I gave you that. It's like anything. Let me tell you a quick story. I'm closing. The, the, there was a man. It was, it was his birthday. And the, the wife said, I, I, I'm buying you a new phone. He said, no. The wife said, why? So one day you tell the whole world that you bought me a laptop. So let me use my old phone like that. It says, love is not proud. Pride is the first sin that came to this world. So it's inside of all of us. And you see pride in church easily. When you come and sit here, then the ushers can say, oh, please, go and sit at the next row. So, ah, do you know, do you know who I am? Why did you tell? Well, when I came to this, I said, people have left the church because they sat somewhere and said, oh, sit on the other side. Oh, please, can you go and sit on the other side? And then it's like, why did, well, this small boy, Asha, he has not even finished my trick. He's telling me where to sit. I should sit here. I shouldn't sit here. I should sit here. I shouldn't sit here. Oh. It's pride. But when love fails us, it provokes an action to bring down our pride. <laughs> Next one. It says, it doesn't do what? Let's go quickly. We are finishing. It's not rude. It doesn't, it, it doesn't demand its own way. When you are in love, you give other people a chance. You don't demand it's not my way or the highway. My way or no way. No, you give other people a chance. Hey, but I'm the head of the marriage. I'm the head of the I'm the head of the marriage. Yes, you are the head. We all know, even from the size, we know that indeed you are the head. I mean, when you are present, nobody can claim headship. I mean, with, with, I mean nobody can claim headship. Yeah, I mean, no, let, let's be serious. When you are around, even nobody can glaze. I mean, but it's your right. But allow people don't demand your don't demand your way or sometimes even your way is right. But sometimes you have to allow people to go their way. No, you have to. Sometimes the only way people can learn is by going their way. Many years ago, when I finished university. My pastor wanted me to come and be a missionary, go somewhere and be a missionary. I wanted to go to the UK. My pastor spoke to me. I said, I'm going to the UK. He took me out for lunch, took me to eat Chinese rice. He spoke to me under the, because he thought maybe that I'm hungry, so my mind is not working well. 
So he took me to go and eat Chinese rice. As we were eating, we ate the Chinese rice in a Chinese rice, not a Chinese rice from my friend. A Chinese rice in a Chinese, served by Chinese people. Yeah, when they see, they say, Ni hao. Yeah. Look, that's the first day I tasted chicken corn soup. No, I didn't know that chicken had made a corn soup. That's the first day I tasted chicken corn soup. When they made it, I said, ah, but chicken and corn, chicken will eat the corn even before. But they brought it. I said, wow. It's Chinese food, different types of Chinese food. I mean, spring rolls. This, when I finished, I was full. I rubbed my hand on my belly. So my pastor asked me again, so what are you going to do when you finish school? I had just about three or four months to finish university. What are you going to do? When he, I said, hmm, I'm going to London. <laughs> hey. He said, no problem. He didn't give up. He called me for another meeting in his office. Talk, 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 analyze life, brought out all types of when he finished. I knew he was going to ask me the question. So when he asked me the question, I said, London or I die. So he called me for a fourth meeting. I think he took me out again. That one too didn't work. Then he called me for a fifth meeting. So in that meeting, I knew that, look, we have gone through these things. When would this brother give up? But then, he, to my surprise, he said to me, I think you should go to London. Hey. I, look at, I look at him, I look at him, I say, for real? Yeah. <laughs> I think you should go to London. I said, how come it took you four, five meetings to see that I am destined for London. Cut a long story short, I packed my things, I left, I went to live in the UK. I lived there for a while. Then, life. Do you know what life is? Life taught me a few lessons in the UK. No, if nobody can teach you, London will teach you. Life taught me a couple of things. When it taught me those lessons, I took my phone, I called my pastor, I said, my pastor, <laughs> I want to come back home. <laughs> he said, oh, don't come, wait, be in London. I said, no, I want to come back. He said, stay there. I said, I will run away. <laughs> he said, okay, wait for me, I'm coming there. When I come there, we can have this discussion. So here I, I am. I want to go home. Now the guy says I shouldn't come. But he came. I remember it was Valentine's Day. 20 something years ago. And he said, I'm sure you have seen what I was trying to tell you all along. Now come, let's go home. (laughs) So sometimes when I let people have their way, it's it's love. Not even when they are doing it. And you are also not always right. Ladies, you are also not always right. When we are driving, you're always saying, pass left, pass right, pass, jump, stop, break, this, that. As though you are the best driver in the world. Why did you stop? Why don't you go? Why don't you pass left? Why don't you pass? I mean, you are even arguing with the GPS, Google, Google Maps. Why did you pass here? Why don't you pass here? Meanwhile, when you are not there, I drive to where I'm going without you. The day you start driving, that's when you start entering the wrong roads. 
even we get lost. So let people have their way. Relax a bit. It doesn't keep record of wrong, which means love forgives. This is, this is what, perhaps one of the greatest signs of love. Giving, forgiving, and forbearing. Love forgives. What happened seven years ago? Forgive. What happened three years ago? Forgive. I mean, you have we are an awesome man, so you have gone to stand in front of the horns in the house and say, I swear on these horns, I will never forgive you. Why? Love forgives. It forgives. Verse 13, let's keep it close. It says, now, after this, so just go and read, you see the things love does. But verse 13 says, now abide it. Faith. He says many things will happen. They will fail. Prophecies will fail. Miracles will fail. This will fail. That. Anything that is built on anything, it will fail. It will only be left with three things. He says now remain it. Three things. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. As time goes on, my prayer for all of us who are in love, my prayer for all of us who are walking in love, that we will keep these three things. Faith. Faith in our relationships. Faith that it will work. Faith that it will get better. Faith. Have faith. Faith that you will overcome. Faith that God has a plan and it is unfolding. Then hope. Hope is looking forward with an assurance of good things. Looking forward with an assurance. When you take your children, you see, we all hope. We have faith and we hope. When you take your children to school, you hope that they will pass. Even when you drop them in school, you hope they will come back home. You believe and hope that they will come back home. The same way, have some hope for your relationship. Have some hope for your marriage. It may be on the rocks at them, but have hope. When you lose hope, it dies. It ends when you lose hope. Yeah, it ends when you lose hope. But if you don't lose hope, then there's always a chance. Have you not heard the saying that hope keeps a man alive? Hope keeps everything alive. The fact that you are hopeful keeps everything alive. It gives it a fighting chance. When there's no hope, it has no fighting chance. Yeah. When there's no hope. Depression is defined as a loss of hope. One of the definitions of depression is a loss of hope. When people lose hope, they become depressed and they become sad. But it says, and also enjoy love. I said last Sunday or two Sundays ago, the goal and the purpose of every relationship, which is like a marital relationship, like when you are boyfriend, girlfriend, let me come to your level, boyfriend, girlfriend, the main aim is to get married. When you get married, the main aim is to make each other happy, not even to look after children. Sometimes parents reduce it to looking after children, and they stop looking after each other. It's like it's their children. Yeah, it's the children. So sometimes even you see the absence of a child spoils a marriage. Meanwhile, you married each other. Then the pre- sometimes even the presence of children come and spoil a, a beautiful marriage. Because it's like the, all the attention has turned to the children. But the goal is, the main aim is to make each other happy. My prayer is that you make each other happy in your marriage. You make each other happy. Make each other by walking in love. If you practice these things, you will make each other happy. And may your love endure and remain. I pray for any relationship that is struggling, any relationship that is hitting a dry path, that God himself will stretch his hand into the relationship and revive and restore love. 
rekindle the love, bring it back alive. Like when you were teenagers, that your heart kept beating for one another, to see one another. Yeah. Somebody said, my heart melted like a chocolate from ShopRite in the Peter Marisberg hot day, like today. Today, today, when my wife was going to work, it was very um, cloudy, is it? Yeah, she told me, today is going to be 32. I look up, I say, oh, there's no 32 anywhere. By 9 o'clock, the sun had come out, melting the ShopRite chocolate. May your heart melt for one another. I said, may your heart melt for one another. Yeah. So enjoy love. Maybe you are here, your marriage is struggling. Keep hope alive. Amen. Trust in Jesus that he will make it. Will you stretch his hand. You know, Friday I'm having a dinner with the couples, and I intend to share with them from Genesis 26, where I think verse 13 or something like where Abimelech looked through the window and saw Abraham sporting his wife. That's what I intend to share. Begin to spot one another and bring excitement into your marriage. Some of you don't play games anymore. It's everything is like a budget meeting. Every conversation is like a budget meeting. It's like Sona. State of the nation address. I hear some husbands are asking, how many onions are left in the house that you are going to the shop again? But let's have some fun. I said, let's have some fun. Yeah. These these songs, these songs that we sang to you, you can get them and play them at home because they are always talking to you. If you play them at home, they fix problems. Because when you hear what the song is saying, you see that when it says, I'll be calling you and you never call, immediately you feel like calling. Some of you have not called for so long that when you call, there'll be a shock on the other side. And when they answer on the other side, there'll be nothing to say. Yeah, you don't know what to say. What's wrong? But may God restore joy in your relationship on this wonderful day as we celebrate love. In conclusion, in closing, I want to share with you, I want to talk to you about the greatest love of all. John 15, 13, Bible says, greater love has no man than this. There's nobody who can love like this. There's nobody who can love more than this, than for a man to lay down his life for his friend. Jesus is the one who demonstrated the greatest love of all. The greatest love of all. He gave his life. So he says, greater love than this has no man. No man has this, any love that is greater than this. That a man should lay down his life for his friend. Jesus laid down his life for us out of love. You know, I had a crusade last Saturday and I was telling them why God sent his son to come and save us. And I shared with them a couple of reasons. Then I said to them, it will be very absurd and wicked of us not to respond to his love after everything he's done to demonstrate his love for us. How many of you have proposed to somebody and the person, 
okay. You know somebody, I'm asking for a friend. You know somebody who has proposed to somebody before and then they bounced. How many of you, you have heard some, not you, I know it has never happened to you before. I mean, you always, when you shoot, you score. I know, I know, you're a sharp shooter. When you shoot, you score. But you know somebody. Okay, it's too close. You know somebody who knows somebody, who also knows somebody that it has happened to before. Yeah, in another country. Okay, on television. You all know it. Aha. Jesus is proposing love to you today. Will you turn it down? Will you bounce it? You see the feeling, when, when you have that feeling, you become so sad. Even food loses its taste. Yeah, even your favorite food is not nice anymore. I don't know why when it happens in movies, they eat ice cream. What does it do? It helps. Helps how? We can't explain the scientific, but it helps. It comforts. It's a comfort food. Uh, how it? Oh, okay. It cools down your heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, seriously, look. I don't think Jesus has ice cream to eat to cool down his heart as he's proposing to you. So please don't turn him down. Today, I want to introduce to you the greatest lover of all time who is Jesus Christ himself. He wants to be your friend. He wants to start a new relationship with you. He wants to be your Lord and wants to be your Savior. We're going to stand to our feet shortly, and I'm going to pray with you. And as I pray, I want you to welcome Jesus into your heart. Okay, you're standing. Okay, stand. No problem. I want you to welcome Jesus into your heart and ask him to become your Lord and your Savior. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and to be your Savior. But on this day of this love concert, Valentine's Day concert, love is patient concert, you want to invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord, first of all, to be your Savior, and then to be your friend. If you are here like that, with every eye closed and every head bowed, I want you to just indicate, close your eyes, please, pretty. Yeah, I want you to just lift up your right hand with me. I'll pray with you. Let's give everybody privacy. Pastor, I want to welcome Jesus into my heart to be my Lord, to be my Savior. I want you to lift up your right hand with me. I'll pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you. You agreed to come. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to enjoy the greatest love of all. If you are here, you've lifted it. I want you to lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I want, I want to pray. If your hand is up, I want you to just do one more thing. I want you to come to me just in front here. Just come to me. Don't be shy. Just come to me. Just as I came to you, come to me. Just come to me. I'll pray with you for just a minute. And then I'll take my seat. As, as we round up. Wow. I just want to pray with you. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. On this wonderful day, the 14th day of February, 2024, I come to you just as I am. I admit, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Make me brand new. I believe 
with all my heart that you died for me out of love for me you died for me to save me make me your child make me your own I confess that today I welcome you into my heart and into my life to be my Lord to be my savior I declare that today I am born again I am a child of God thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen now say Satan from today I am no longer yours I belong to Jesus I will serve Jesus for the rest of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen why don't you clap for them father thank you for these wonderful ladies i pray indeed wash them with your blood write their names in the book of life and fill them with the holy ghost to serve you to love you for the rest of their lives thank you jesus amen Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.